Welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from the GTD Nordic. I am Morten Røvik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Henriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Morten. Happy to be back once again and doing another episode with you. And if you are listening for the first time to this podcast, our goal is to help you learn or become better GTDers, uh, become more productive and less stressed in your work and life. Uh, and if you want to be refreshed or need an introduction to GCD, then we recommend that you head on back to the first episodes. Episodes one through six will cover the basics of, of getting things done. Mm, great. And, and since we started, we have quite a, well, in our own eyes, good success with this podcast. Um, how many episodes, sorry, how many downloads are we on now? I think the latest that was uh, somewhere over 16,000 downloads with these first, um, uh, at the time of recording, I think we have about 10 or 11 episodes out. So it's been uh, extremely positive. And, and thanks mm. to those of you for, for sending back emails to us uh, and yeah. giving tips on, on, on episode uh, content. We really appreciate it. Yeah, really, really. This is, uh, if you want to encourage us, reach out to us where you can find us online and give us a beep. We, will, we are very happy when you when people appreciate what we do and it will um, also, you know, motivate us to make more and better content for you. Yeah, and you will find the, uh, the email address as well for feedback in the show notes of each podcast episode if there's something you want to, to tell us. Yeah, and iTunes uh, comments, always welcome. Thank you in advance. <laughs> so, so today's episode is how to tweak your system, your GTD system, how to tweak it. And uh, how would you approach the, a GTD system for someone who's really fresh to GTD? What would you give them for, for advice, Lars, when, you, when they start out and, and it I don't know. It's kind of in the cards here <laughs> that we are telling you you can tweak your system. But maybe when you start out, what is what is start out position for for GTD when it comes to your system? Well, I think the way I would describe it uh, would be that when we when when people first learn GTD, I I, I explain to them that this is a, a framework for managing all of your commitments uh, in a way to to make you more productive, less stressed, get all this stuff out of your head. Uh, we know this framework works. It's been used uh, for so many years now for, for millions of people, but it also requires that you uh, make it your own, that you adapt it to, to the ways that you work. And there are many different requirements that you will then you know identify when you start off using GTD. Um, and also as you progress with your experience with GTD and as the world changes around you, you change your jobs or technology advances, then, um, then you need to again take a step back, reflect and uh, see how you can, can tweak your system to, to make it work optimally for you because it really is so important that it is um, you know, tailor-made for you. So, uh, so, so it, it, it's definitely worth taking a step back and, and reflecting and, and, and yeah, fixing that. Yeah. One of the things I would recommend people to do is that when you set up your system for the first time, you know, don't marry that system, don't marry your list, but play with them. Have a little playful um, manner with them, but but beware, you can really mess up your system if you if you make the wrong tweaks. Um, and with that, I mean, a lot of people uh, tweak their system out of not becoming GTD again. 
there are some mm. core moves in GTD you can't uh, not use. And um, um, for instance, one of the pitfalls I've had in my list systems that I really want to tell people about very quickly is, is uh, I before I was a heavy user or when I started using GTD, of, I used due dates to call mm. them to my attention. And if you use due dates on something and you and the reality happens and you can't do what you plan to do today, then you have to, you, at the end of the day, you have a lot of reds, you know, overdue in mm. your lists. And then you have to renegotiate every one of them. And, and that can be uh, difficult. So the, um, that is one of the tweaks I would recommend don't use unless you really <laughs> need to put something to your attention. It's like my my world will go up in flames if i don't do this today mm. and uh, maybe even better every morning or every uh, afternoon before you go home to write the three most important things i just have to do tomorrow or my flame you know my my world <laughs> go, up, go up in flames how about you lars you've tried due dates yes i think like like most people i have and i think overall the issue is that that if you put due dates on everything then then nothing really has due dates because it doesn't really make sense anymore that they are due on any given day so mm. you tend to mix things that actually have a due date with things that you would like to do on any given day and, and obviously yeah. the end results will be that that uh, you might not get the right things done you don't have a clear overview when you look at your calendar or your list so it it really is a messy way to 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 do it so fortunately there there are other ways to to give you the overview so you can make the right choice on what to get done. Mm. And um, one thing I would recommend people to do is to try and listen to your inner voice talking to you when you look at your system. If your inner voice says, um, I'm getting nauseous at looking at my, my lists, then it's time to you know start looking at it with a little, let me call it harder eyes and say, what is wrong with this? One, one, one thing that we must not forget is that if you have too much in your system, if you allow too much stuff in your system that you're not committed to do, uh, or uh, someday maybe, if you, if, if you are like, I, I, I tell people, if you don't have on the execute part where you engage with your reality, if there's not a balance between what comes into your list and what goes, you know, is ticked off, you're probably overcommitted yourself and you are mm. and, and your list grows bigger and bigger and they get more and more uncomfortable to look at so so maybe um, a good idea is to start listening to your inner voice saying that do, do am i attracted to my lists am i attracted to my system or do i need to make some tweaks to to make it work better and the most important tweak i would guess is say no more often <laughs> <laughs> that's a, certainly a very good tip and i can yeah. i can recognize that from my own world as well i really mm. uh, as i've also mentioned to you before i really mm. try to minimize the number of active projects because mm. the more active projects i have the more next actions i will have and the more next actions i have i will have more to choose from when i then sit down to work so mm. i really want to make sure that i only present myself with um yeah the right amount of information to, so for me to make the right choice yeah Exactly, and and there is a I don't I've shown you this before, Lars, but the listeners don't can't see this, but I have a big red button to say no on my desk, and I like <laughs> I give this to my uh, some of my coaching clients who I think m might uh, benefit from saying no more often. And if I press it like now, for the last time, no, <laughs> <laughs> to remind me that and. No. 
you remind me that uh, we are, uh, you know, often people who are in G into GTD are yes sayers, and they they understand that. And if you are yes sayer with a piece of conscience, you you are you're pulled into GTD without you don't have a lot of. Um, if if you understand what GTD is, you will be pulled in. But you have to say more often no to say yes to the right things. So let's, I think we need to add that to the GTD shop to start selling that. That sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've um, maybe we should. That's a good good idea. Um, the, um, when but if you you say that well, I have an, a steady inflow to my system that is I can get through it. I'm not overcommitting myself then. Um, then it's just tweaking to make it work better for you so, so that you, you know, rem remove the friction in your system and mm. your lists to make them work better. So can you give me um, or give us and the, the listeners um, an idea of what, what tweaks are out there? What would you recommend <clears throat> people to well, start a lot, with? A lot of different tweaks uh, happen out there and that really is, you know, take a step back and, and, and figure out how can we help you figure out the right things to do in the most easy way possible. Uh, I think that could be a, a good starting point. And we have the default list that, that many of the listeners out there will be using, like agendas, calls, uh, computer, at home, at office, etc. And those are excellent lists to start from. Um, but how can we then tweak some of those lists to make them work, work better for you? Um, as an example, I know David once showed, uh, I think in, in one of the calls that he had four different uh, computer lists, for example. So whether he was offline or whether they were, you know, there were different sort of adaptations of those lists. So at least for most of the people that I work with, the, the main lists from the book, uh, from the methodology are a good starting point. And then we, we go from there. Um, and the natural place to start to tweak is based on the limiting criteria. So when you are choosing what to do, you want to look at where, you know, the, the context as a starting point. That's why we have these context-based lists at computer, agendas, at office, etc. Um, but the second one is then time available. Um, so maybe it makes sense for some of those lists if they become uh, longer. Then, then maybe tweak them into to sub lists. So how and how can you do that? Well, that could be based on the time that you need for that specific next action. So, um, for example, if you often have 10 minutes before the next meeting, you'll find yourself, oh, I need to figure out what to do right now and be productive in this time. Then maybe a computer dash 10 minutes might might work well for you. Mm. Uh, I've seen that with uh, coaching clients. I've also seen the the opposite, uh, a computer dash two hours. So meaning that whenever he actually was was successful in finding two hours in his calendar, he knew that he needed certainly to go to that list because it was often the case that he could not go go to any of those uh, next actions. Mm. So that could be a could be a starting point with the the time available. Um, and also the, uh, the, the third uh, of the limiting criteria is the, uh, the resources, the energy available for this. So uh, some people, I know a couple of people in the GTD Nordic uh, uh, companies, including, including myself, we actually have this option to include for a next action, whether it's a high energy task, whether it's a normal task or whether it's a low energy task, something I can do Friday afternoon, no, no, not much left uh, in, in, my, in, uh, in the resources in my brain, but I can still, you know, want be productive um, then I, I pick from the well it's it's called zombie <laughs> zombie list in, in my mm. system that's the one that I that I go to mm. uh, and similarly for the high energy stuff it's the more creative tasks you know drafting an article for example 
I will often do it when I'm I'm suddenly inspired to do it. But if I I want to take a step back and decide, then then this high energy tag will help me um, choose the right thing to work on. Hmm. What about you? No, no. Well, I tried the the high low energy. My brain dead list was uh, a, t- a tag in my system for a long time, but uh, I abandoned that because that didn't work for me. Hmm. And but this is. This is a, a good example that it works for large, but not for me. So it's kind of if you if you take something and you throw it to the wall, see what sticks. What works for you? What is it? You know, you have to try and you have to you know play with the system, be playful, try out and feel. What does how does it feel to make this? Does it help me or does it restrict me? Hmm. And for me, I added one, one, you know, just as a, as an example of something that was not really based on the context list. I have a tag called uh, evening. Mm-hmm. So when I want to do something in the evening, uh, it, uh, it it might be work related, but more often it's it's just uh, stuff that I want to get done on on a personal level. Um, that list for me has been been really helpful. If I you know feel feel energized and want to do something for an hour after the kids are are in their beds. Um, I'll go to that list, and that's actually been a, a very helpful list for me to be able to to pick from. Mm. Yeah, one of the tweaks that I've been doing and playing around with is um, inside for for the um, the context lists is that when we use agenda for lists, um, we talk often, Lars, and I talk often with uh, Espen in Trondheim, and I talked to. Um, our managing director Espen, and I also talk to uh, Yuka Bachmann in Finland often, and we have agenda lists for each other. So when we get an idea, we we park it there. We need to talk about something, and because I talk to 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 uh, well quite a lot of people about the same thing, I must make sure that I'm I'm semi intelligent in this. I I remember if did I t- did I talk to you about this or did I not? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I in the agendas list I've made a tag for Lars, so agenda for Lars, and then I have um, three tasks, sorry, three tags on the agenda list that I can add is that I can um, inform about. You know, tell you about for your information. I can tell you this for your information. And then I have race. I will race this with you for make sure that, you know, we, we discuss this for discussion. Mm-hmm. And then I have a tag for follow up. Mm-hmm. So in this, this way, it, I, I hope I've, 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 I've <laughs> I'm going to seem semi-intelligent when I talk to people <laughs> and not truly forgetful, but, um, but, um, it's, 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 it's easier that way. And then I just move the tags around. So after I informed about something and, uh, maybe some, you say, I want to do something about it, then, it, then it's a follow-up tag instead, instead of inform mm. about, and that makes sense to me. That's a tweak I've done on my my context list. Hmm. Yeah. Looking at my list now, as you mentioned, that that's a, actually a very good tip. I'll, I'll have to look in to see if I can. It makes sense for me to adopt that. Um, I'm just mm-hmm. looking at my list now, and I have some computer actions, for example, that require a specific laptop. So I have uh, both a MacBook and uh, and the Surface. Um, so some things I want to do on the surface because if I need to to draw something, for example, that won't work for my MacBook. So, mm. so, so that goes on a <clears throat> excuse me separate list. Um, I also have for my um, the summer house that we own. Uh, I've started to split that list into inside and outside 
tasks. So, mm. so especially at this time of year, uh, we're recording this in December. Um, it's getting cold, and uh, some days it makes sense to do some stuff outside, and some days it doesn't. So, since these lists uh, started to get long, it's an old summer house. So mm. uh, that's that's why I added this tag, and it's actually been very helpful for me also to, um, you know, to include my kids in some of the stuff that I do. They always want to help, so so having those lists more easily accessible to pick from um, has been really really useful for me. Mm. Good. And it's all about, does it work? How does it mm. feel? Does, does it give me more overview, more, more control? Do I get less confused this way? And um, I'm, I wonder if we could uh, move on to the, um, the, you know, the, the divider of project lists. I have some, um, I think I mentioned some of these before, but they're worth re-mentioning. Um, if you have a lot of projects, that you know you must do at some point in time or you think that you shall do them this is you know you're committed to them but there's no uh, not enough time now um, i've uh, used with luck on my part but also on clients parts the list called projects on hold mm. which means these are projects you will do at some point in time but they're in between some they may be and active projects and it is a sanity tool to make sure that you have not too much on your active project lists so that there is, a, you know, the flow through of new things that comes in and that are ticked off at the end as engaged and done. Um, but sometimes life throws you opportunities, um, things you know you must do something about, but you can't do it right now then maybe it's a good idea to have a project on hold list in addition to the someday maybe. Someday maybe is even vaguer. It is someday maybe I will make this. Mm. And then projects, projects on hold are projects you are going to, you're committed to do, but not right now because you can't have too much on the plate because then you can't pat yourself on the back when you go home because you're never finished. You must feel that you're finished at some point. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried projects on hold? Yes, I, I clearly remember when I saw that tip for the first time in the uh, level two course, uh, yeah. when I attended that as just a, a normal course uh, attendee or seminar attendee, mm -hmm. um, that really was, uh, you know, an eye opener for me that, ah, yeah, that, that, that was certainly missing in my, in my system, uh, mm -hmm. having that specific place because, and I've used it, you know, last week with a coaching client that they were, you know, hesitant to put something on, on a list called something, including the word maybe, because it was not a maybe we had to get that done it was just wasn't active right now mm. so so uh, learning to to work that list a bit different and have a sub list that you know signal that this is something that i need to to actively um or more actively i guess um, consider whether to to activate now uh, for each time i look at that list so mm. yeah definitely a good list to to add yeah and another list in the uh, under projects that I've seen with, um, especially if you have a lot of people you are delegating projects to, um, you will of course when you make this you will do the the natural planning model. Of course, we've covered the natural planning model before. Do you remember which episode, Lars, on top of your head? No, I don't. But you'll find it uh, somewhere back in the list of episodes that we yeah. have already released. Could you could you um, uh, indicate that in the in the show notes yes, for this episode? Yes, include the, the 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 natural planning model episode number because mm -hmm. 
because this this is uh, you know very good when you delegate a project to someone you want to make sure that they don't come back and ask a lot of questions you should be cleared clarified in in a manner so that people really understand what this is about why are we doing this uh, etc to make sure that they feel comfortable of executing on this product coming back with a result and uh, then but if you are in that position delegated projects is a good list to have uh, give them a name and give them a tag so that you make sure that you, you can follow people up and maybe you want to add the the tags that I used in my context list when you have people there uh, for instance I need to inform about I need to raise and discuss and then to follow up and maybe even finished if you want to have a record of what you've uh, what's happened in the projects and that's an, an idea that you can use for delegated projects, what's the status here? Do I need to inform something, follow up or race? It makes it a lot easier to to manage uh, delegated projects. Mm. Are you you don't have a lot of people to delegate to, I think. But <laughs> not today, no, no. That, no. That, that that. But I used to certainly as as a yeah. project manager, test manager yeah. within the IT yeah. world. Having that list of delegated projects was just absolutely essential mm. uh, for me to maintain the overview, and also, you know, very very helpful for when you have the one on ones. Uh, I would, of course, check my waiting for a list. I might have something on the agendas, but just going through that list of delegated projects was was uh, very helpful, and I think also very much appreciated. You know, we uh, that helped uh, both me and 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 the direct reports with the people that I worked with have a clear overview of what they had committed to deliver, uh, mm. and they saw that I had that clear overview as well, and 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 an interest in, in making them succeed in their tasks. So exactly. uh, I think everyone benefited from from having that list set up. Yeah, definitely. And the, and the the feeling of that you're actually seen and remembered what you're committed to is also good for anyone. We, we all want to be seen for what we're doing. And, um, and, and, and now there's a project manager or the boss or something like this, you, you don't forget. Mm. And this is both, I, I think, both scary, but also good. <laughs> the boss never forgets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gave exactly. me this project and he followed this up. And, uh, you know, it's important for him. I must sit up straight and, and do my job. But at the same time, it's good because I feel seen and supported in mm. my job. So, yeah, yeah. that's delegated projects. And um, do you have any other um, I'm just looking or that reminded me when you said the project's on hold. I rem I'm reminded of a list that I have added, which is also a sub list of the someday maybe list. And I stole this from uh, this idea from from Kelly Forrester uh, on the forums or in a, one of the GTD Connect webinars, I think, in back in the day. Um, she has a list called uh, when then. So when dash then. Uh, and this lists whole stuff that when something happens, then I want to do something. So I um, I was always looking to see if there were ways to be reminded at the right times, but just some things are just more vague. So, so for example, in my <clears throat> in my system now, I have these when then lists uh, set up for me to be, you know, reminded. Just when I do my weekly review, I will walk through that. And I will uh, check stuff like um, when I have a speech in a specific city, I've promised someone to let them know uh, if they are able to. If not, if it's an open speech, they can they can go to. Mm. Um, when we start selling uh, GCD system folders, I have on my list a couple oh. of people who have asked uh, to be notified because they really wanted those. Um, you know, things things like that. Just when something that's shows clever. Up, 
it's it's really it's actually a very nice list when i need you know to to stay in copenhagen for the night um i have a couple of checklists that i want to run through people i want to meet for for dinner maybe or things i need to remember about uh, booking the hotel if i found a good hotel or things like that the mm. stuff that i want to be reminded about uh, about things that show up in my life at random times so that that when then is uh, list is is really um, has been really good for me mm. And I guess this is something you see every time you make a weekly weekly review, exactly. and uh, yeah, and that's, yeah. So that that that's yeah. part of the someday maybe list review is that that this list then then shows up. Mm. And that's uh, that's a good segue also to to our uh, tweak your weekly review checklist. Uh, <laughs> we, we decided to talk about this. Um, I've. With luck, and I would recommend this to anyone who thinks sometimes it's difficult to focus on GTD to remember that actually you, you you're pulled into email the minute you get into the office, and you're you feel like, oh oh this GTD oh oh yeah I I must remember this yes okay mm. you know and to have a physical reminder is to make a, a physical checklist you you keep on your desk. Uh, uh, in your office and I've seen them when I coach people this has been very highly. Um, successful it works so for instance um, a daily checklist that's divided in morning routine midday routine when I travel routine and before I go home routine so you can you can actually grab it when you're on 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 the, um, on the go and remind me what is the the um, and the checklist is like you make for instance uh, review my calendar for today and tomorrow check mm. when you've done that uh, uh, look at my my um, my project lists. Check, uh, uh, clarify and, and organize my email. Check, and this is what you do in the morning. Uh, you can also add, of course, if you want to, the first maybe empty my head, <laughs> make you know sit down and and write stuff down, and and to have these these checklists are helping you are beneficial in many ways but one is that your physical reminder that you actually committed to do something about gtd and this is a good reminder for you to 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 get yourself going with the good routines and um you can also then uh, put on the same list or another list the your checklist paper-based checklist for for your weekly review and uh, for those of you who've been trained in GTD in a seminar or in the coaching or read the book, there is a, you know, there's a checklist for, for what you should cover. I suggest that you look through them or they're available at gettingthingsdone.com for downloads, the, the system guides, which have um, the checklist. They're also available at produktivnorge.no if you want to buy them in the Nordic region. And... Um, I'm sorry, produktivnorge.no is only for Norway. <laughs> we recently rediscovered that it's only for, we don't have um, the possibilities to sell outside Norway there. But so gettingthingsdone.com for, for a set of guides for system, system guides. Download them, look for if you want to have a checklist for starters, if you don't find it in your book or what is this GTD? Maybe you ask, so maybe this is a good <laughs> idea to start. And then the checklist is tweakable. I will suggest that you look at them. I changed the order of some of the things. Um, like I, one of the last things I do instead of one of the first things is to to bring my email down to zero. When you know this happens in the in the suggested checklist very early in the um, 
in the in the list and i changed that because that didn't work for me have you done any changes lars to your list i have mostly um expanded the standard list so that's at the top of my weekly review checklist um mm -hmm. just to remind myself what some of the steps included uh, so i've adapted it a bit with um um, you know, getting a good cup of coffee, um, uh, enabling do not disturb on my Mac and iPhone. Mm -hmm. I have a specific playlist that I start. Um, so those are the initial steps. And then just reminders for myself when it says get into zero, for example, that's one of the steps. Um, which inboxes do I mean? So, so to make mm. sure that I don't miss any. Yeah. Uh, and also, especially the review action lists. I remember at one point where I was, you know, well, that's that's review my action list. I'll go into my system and I'll review them and then I move on. Mm. But I also had maybe some emails in my action folder. I maybe had, uh, you know, some activities mm. in our CRM system. So, mm. so not limiting myself to just the the list, but actually remember all the places where I have reminders of actions to be to be taking. Mm. Yeah. One of the, the things that I've had that's, you know, to, and this is highly tweaked. So for those of you who want to be, you know, clean GDDers, this is a little maybe, um, you know, heresy. But um, one of the things I've I made really for make it easy for myself is like, do, do not disturb is the first thing I do on my mobile and my Mac. And then I, I I I make it really easy to get started because I I sometimes I have difficulties starting with GDD, but it's kind of like a empty red <laughs> in folder into physical um, inbox, empty wallet into inbox, <laughs> and uh, read uh, uh, um, open read through notebook after meetings for um, uh, actions and then uh, write them into your program this is you know make it easy to get started that's that's that was important for me and yeah that, but that that works you know that's that's yeah. that, that's next actions that works and it also reminds me from a coaching client that i worked with last week she had just read a uh, somewhat famous uh, nudging book in in denmark mm -hmm. right now uh, and she was uh, spotting so many um, uh, similarities back to mm -hmm. back to that and how do you get people to do things well you make it easy and that's you know exactly mm -hmm. what we do with gtd and, and yeah. that's exactly what you're mentioning now yeah yeah i i i've been asked many times what you do to when you don't want to do a task like uh, clean the bathroom and i said make it easy for you don't commit clean the bathroom commit to fill a bucket with water warm water put some soap in it and a, and a, and a sponge or, a, or whatever you use to clean your bath and then go inside the bathroom with that bucket that's all you commit to and see what happens mm. yeah once you're in there with your bucket is yeah okay i can i can clean a little and then suddenly, whoops, you're finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trick yourself. One, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and um and 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 adding to those standard steps, I think a lot of GTDs will tend to have their own edition of a weekly review checklist. So, so um, for me, I, I've it's it's grown a lot over the years, and it's really one of the key things that helps me hang on to the weekly review because I know there is so much stuff in there that I just need to see and get done perhaps. So that, that certainly helps me, uh, me, me um, hanging on to it. And, you know, there are different sections that I've 
I've added, uh, you know, questions for myself, stuff I need to do this week or um, habits that I'm establishing. Well, that that's then a reminder list for me, uh, maintaining the right focus from a business perspective, stuff I need to reflect on. You know, um, I, I can sometimes become too much of a perfectionist. So I have a, a checklist for me to say, um, you know, or an item on my checklist to see, has there anything, you know, something shown up in this week where my perfectionism has worked against me? Uh, so if, if so, then take a note and put that in the inbox. So that's that's an example of a specific thing that's on my list. Mm. So so just these reflections. Um, and then at the end, my my treat, which is a, a folder with uh, with URLs, <laughs> with the websites that I'm only allowed to see once I have done my weekly review. So that's the that's the carrot <laughs> at the end of the review. <laughs> that's your hot, hot chocolate beverage there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My, uh, my digital fix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's good um uh, what's not been a i hope well i it might be a digital fix for people listening to this podcast um, um i hope we have uh, helped you and we are now on uh, 32 minutes something and uh, we didn't think we would fill this episode with uh, a lot of content so <laughs> you see Open your mouth and talk to the D. It's something falls out. <laughs> so, will you um, take us out today? Sure. So, to wrap up, uh, we always mention where you can go to find more information, and that is gtdnordic.com. For all of you listening in the Nordic region, you will find our Facebook groups, uh, other GTD meetups, uh, other groups on, on social media. Uh, you can find where uh, us, Morten and myself, on, on, on the various uh, platforms, etc. Uh, and if you're outside the Nordic region, then gettingthingsdone.com is a good starting point for you to find the franchisee in your local country. And mm. as mentioned, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. Um, and if you do, we really appreciate it if you share the podcast with a colleague or, or rate us on iTunes. Mm. Good. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. And thank you, Lars, for doing this with me. And uh, see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>